This is Trivia for Kids, where it's not just for adults anymore. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 76 of Trivia for Kids, the podcast. My name is Casey. Mine's Ren. And we are happy to be with you today. Thank you for joining us. Ren, the summer is coming to a close and school is starting in a couple of weeks. That was a big yawn. (laughs) Are you tired? Yeah. Oh, shoot. So anyway, what's going to happen when school starts? Are you going to be like wide awake, ready to go every morning? Or are you going to be like, oh, zombie? Probably a zombie. You think so? You're not going to be like bouncing out of bed like, I can't wait for school to start. This is so awesome. No, I'm not going to be like that. Are you excited for school though? Yes. And what grade are you going to be in this year? Fifth. The big fifth grade. That's a big deal. You're going to start doing well. Last year is when you kind of started changing classrooms and going to different teachers. But this year, you are really going to be moving around to different teachers all day long. What do you think? You think you like that better or do you like being with one teacher all day? I think I'll like it better. Yeah. Get a little variety throughout your day. Yeah. What are you going to miss the most about summer, though? Um, getting to do stuff in the morning. Yeah. Just being able to kind of laze around during the mornings. Yeah. You guys do like that. Well, I'm sorry. All good things must come to an end, huh? Yeah. Yeah. But school's going to be great too. You like school. So uh-huh. I'm excited for you to go back. How about some jokes to cheer you up after that? Okay. Ready? So our first joke comes from Hannah. Thanks, Hannah. Why did the seagull fly over the sea? Because if he flew over the bay, he'd be a bagel. That's right. I love I, that joke. I told like everyone that I know that joke. It's a you knew it. If he flew over the bay, he'd be a bagel. That's all. I love bagels. <laughs> Our next question comes from listener Gentry. Thank you, Gentry. What kind of key opens a banana? A monkey. Oh. <laughs> Good one. And our last question comes from listener Shaw. Thank you, Shaw. Knock, knock. Who's there? Whale. Whale. Whale, whale, whale. I wonder what we are going to talk about on this week's podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That was even a podcast joke. Thanks, Shaw. All right, Ren. Ready to get fired up? Yes. Boy, you sound like it. (laughs) Here's how the show works. Trivia for Kids consists of five rounds with seven questions each. We will announce the answers at the end of each round. Each new round will have a different category. After the fifth round, we will have the final exam, which will test you on the toughest questions we have covered in the previous rounds. Everyone ready? Let's get started. Round one. The category is animals. Question one. Thanks to Lily for the idea. Thanks, Lily. True or false? Wolves howl most during full moons. Question two. 
the prints of what part of a gorilla's body are as unique as human fingerprints? Question three. Thanks to Hannah for this one. Thanks, Hannah. Which is the only type of bird that can fly backwards? Question four. Thanks to Bryson for this one. Thanks, Bryson. What unique type of Mexican salamander has pink skin, a frilly headdress, and can regrow multiple body parts, including its limbs and internal organs, such as the brain, lungs, and even heart. Question five, what type of deer are the only ones where females regularly grow antlers like the males? Question six. Thanks to Kaylee for this one. Thanks, Kaylee. What animal comes in types, including bat-eared, crab-eating, swift, and silver? Question seven. Thank you to listener Amori for this one. Thank you. Unlike hermit crabs, What slimy creatures have a shell that grows with them as they get bigger? And now the answers to round one. Question one, true or false? Wolves howl most during full moons. True? It's false. It is actually a myth that wolves howl at the moon. Howling may be heard at night, but it is not a behavior directed at the moon. Instead, it is used as a social rally call, a hail to hunt, or to let other wolves know where their territory is. So it's just sort of like wolves howl at night, and so it might seem like they're howling at the moon, but they're really not. That's just the time that they howl. So, cool. Sweet. Question two. The prints of what part of a gorilla's body are as unique as human fingerprints? Hands and feet. Good guess. It's actually their nose. You know how gorillas have kind of like a curly, heart-shaped kind of nose that every gorilla's nose is different? I did not know that. Cool. Question three. Which is the only type of bird that can fly backward? I don't know, a hummingbird? It is a hummingbird. One of the reasons hummingbirds can fly backwards is because of the way that they flap their wings. Average hummingbirds have a unique way of flying called figure eight flight. Most birds move their wings in a basic up and down motion, but hummingbirds move their wings 180 degrees from their shoulders. So they kind of move it in a circle versus up and down, which then allows them to move forward or backward. That's cool. Groovy. I love that. Question four. What unique type of Mexican salamander has pink skin, a frilly headdress, 
and can regrow multiple parts of its body, including its limbs and even its internal organs, such as brain, lungs, and its heart. At first he said it was pink. I thought it was like a frog or something, but then you lost me. <laughs> I said a salamander, if that gives you a hint. No, it's still going on. It's an axolotl. I don't know why I should have known that. Axolotls can grow basically all their body parts, including their brain and heart. I think most salamanders I had read that they could regrow like limbs. So like arms, legs, tails, those sorts of things. But a lot of them can grow body parts too. Is that crazy? Uh-huh. What if humans were like that? <laughs> what would you need doctors for, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, probably still a lot of stuff. Question five. What type of deer are the only ones where females regularly grow antlers like the males? I know this one. I was just watching a show yesterday. Caribou or reindeers? Hey, oh my word. So I wonder if any of Santa's reindeers are girls. Because they all have horns, you know. I bet like Vixen, that's kind of a girl's name. Wait, is Vixen one of them? Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen. Yeah, Comet, Cupid could be a girl. Dancer could be a girl. I mean, any of them could technically be a girl. I'm just trying to think of any any of their names that are more like feminine sounding. But maybe, maybe some reindeers are, maybe Rudolph's a girl. <laughs> if you watch the show, though, he's a boy. But question six, what animal comes in types, including bat-eared, crab-eating, swift, and silver? Bat. It is a fox. There are 12 true species of fox, but roughly 23 different types of foxes. So there are a lot of different types of foxes besides the common red fox like we see. Question seven. Unlike hermit crabs, what slimy creatures have a shell that grows with them as they get bigger? Snail? Yep, snails. Their growth begins while they are still inside of the egg, and when they are born, they already have their shells. To make their shells strong, snails are constantly in search of calcium-rich food sources to produce a strong and sturdy shell for their fragile bodies to grow into. That's cool. That is so cool. So if you opened a snail shell, they'd or a snail egg, they'd already have their shell. I think that's so cool. Round two, the category is science. Question one, thank you to listener Drake for the idea. Thanks, Drake. What is a facility that provides controlled conditions in which scientific research, experiments, and measurements can be performed? Question two. What is the process called when a caterpillar turns into a butterfly? Question three, true or false? All living things need water to survive. Question four. What instrument is used to examine objects that are too small to be seen by the naked eye?
Question five. What word can you use to describe when a solid turns into a liquid? Question six. True or false? Sound travels faster in air than in water. Question seven. Discovered by Alexander Fleming, what medicine is used to treat infections and is considered one of the most important discoveries in the field of medical science? Round two answers. Question one. What is a facility that provides controlled conditions in which scientific research, experiments, and measurements may be performed? A lab. It is a lab or a laboratory. So Drake, who had this question idea, is our cousin, and he works in a lab. And they listen to our podcast while they work in the lab. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So hello, Drake, and all your lab friends. Question two, what is the process called when a caterpillar turns into a butterfly? Metamorphosis. Yes, metamorphosis. Good job. You're ready to start science again. Question three, true or false, all living things need water to survive. True? Yes, it is true. So you think of people and animals and plants and trees. All everything needs water. It's true. Question four, what instrument is used to examine objects that are too small to be seen by the naked eye? Microscope. Correct. The image of an object is magnified through at least one lens in the microscope. This lens bends light toward the eye and makes the object appear larger than it actually is. We would also accept the answer of magnifying glass because that makes things larger too, but... I was kind of looking for a microscope. Sweet. Do you like to look at things through a microscope? Have you got to do that in science where you can look at like amoebas? and? No, I've never looked at it. Oh, really? Oh, they're cool. I bet you're going to do that when you get a little older. Question five. What word can you use to describe when a solid turns into a liquid? I don't know. Melting? Yes. Mel I was going to give you a hint of the Wicked Witch of the West. I'm melting, melting. <laughs> Question six, true or false? Sound travels faster in air than in water. True? It's false. Sound travels faster in water. Interesting, huh? Yeah. Question seven, discovered by Alexander Fleming, what medicine is used to treat infections and is considered one of the most important discoveries in the field of medical science? I have no idea. Penicillin. Have you heard of that before? No. In 1928, Dr. Alexander Fleming returned from a holiday to find mold growing on a Petri dish of Staphylococcus bacteria. He noticed the mold seemed to be preventing the bacteria around it from growing. 
He soon identified that the mold produced a self-defense chemical that could kill the bacteria. What a discovery and what an interesting way to find it. So he just had like a Petri dish of bacteria and some mold grew on it and the mold killed the bacteria. And therefore he thought if it can do that to the bacteria, I can turn it into a medicine and give it to people and then it would kill the bacteria and the people. There's mold in that medicine? I think a lot of medicines and a lot of things start by accident or start by, you know, pure luck or God being like, let me give you a little help here, scientist. So very cool. Penicillin. Round number three, the category is Marvel. Thank you to listener Cody for the idea. Thanks, Cody. Question one. Thor's hammer is made from the metal of a dying what? Question two. What is the name of the raccoon in Guardians of the Galaxy? Question three, which Marvel superhero spent 66 years trapped in a sheet of ice? Question four, Black Panther's suit, Bucky's arm, and Captain America's shield are all made of what material? Question five, which eye does Nick Fury wear his eye patch? Question six, what was the first movie created in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Question seven. In the Disney Plus series, what is the name of Bruce Banner's lawyer cousin that receives his powers due to coming in contact with his blood? Round three answers. Hello. Since it's a Marvel category, we could not have anybody help us except for me. Who are you? Brooks. Hey, Brooks. How are you today? Good. Good. I like hearing your voice. I miss your voice on the podcast. So I try to do a category for you as often as I can. And you love Marvel, right? Yay. Who's your favorite superhero these days? What is your favorite? Oh, thank you for asking. Um... Who is my favorite? Oh, I just like them all. I think my favorite is Thor. Captain. You like Captain America still? Very good choice as well. All right, buddy, you ready? Yes. Question one. Thor's hammer is made from the metal of a dying what? Star. Yeah, a dying star. And what is Thor's hammer's name? Mjolnir. That's a crazy, crazy name for Thor's hammer. Question two. What is the name of the raccoon in the Guardians of the Galaxy? 
Rocket. Rocket Raccoon. Did we just watch the latest Guardians of the Galaxy movie this weekend? Yes, yes. maybe not. <laughs> we did. It was just on Disney Plus, so we had to watch it, even though we'd already seen it in theaters. But we love the Guardians movies, don't we? Question three. Which Marvel superhero spent 66 years trapped in a sheet of ice? Captain America. That is right. Captain America got trapped in ice, and then they found him, and they brought him back to life, and he was so confused because it was 66 years later, and all everything was new, the technology was new, the earth looked totally different, and he was just confused, so it took him a little bit to get used to life again. Question four. Black Panther's suit... Bucky's arm and Captain America's shield are all made of what material? I don't know. The answer is vibranium. Do you remember that now? Millions of years ago, a meteorite made of vibranium, the strongest substance in the universe, struck the continent of Africa, affecting the plant life around it. And when the time of men came, five tribes settled on it and called it Wakanda. So remember when we watched Black Panther and they live in Wakanda and what they do in Wakanda is keep the vibranium safe because it is the most precious metal in the world because it is the strongest substance ever. Question. What is a substance? What is a substance? It's just it's just a name for what it's made of. So like it's it's just a metal. It's a substance like what it is. Question five. Which eye does Nick Fury wear his eye patch? Left. It is his left eye. And do you remember why Nick? what happened to Nick Fury's eye that he has to wear an eye patch? Yes. What happened? A cat. A cat scratched his eye. Yes, you're right. I liked watching that movie. That was a good movie, wasn't it? I think, I think it was in the Captain Marvel movie that we got to see how he lost his eye. Question six. What was the first movie created in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Captain America. That's a good guess because I keep think Captain America was one of the first ones, you know, time-wise. But the very first movie that they made was Iron Man. And now there are 32 total films and counting. That's a lot of Marvel movies. Question seven. In the Disney Plus series, what is the name of Bruce Banner's lawyer cousin that receives his powers due to coming in contact with his blood? She-Hulk. She-Hulk. That is right. But her real name is Jennifer Walters. So Bruce Banner's cousin, Jennifer Walters, becomes She-Hulk. Round number four. The category is soft drinks. Thank you to Finn for this idea. Thanks, Finn. Question one. What is the oldest soft drink in America? Question two. Alan and Wright were the two founders of what soft drink company? Question three, what was the first soft drink to be consumed in outer space? Question four, 
What flavor was the 1980s Hubba Bubba soft drink? Question five. What color is a traditional can of 7-Up? Question six. Bratz Drink was the original name for what popular soft drink? Question seven. What brand of fruit-flavored soft drink comes in over 200 flavors worldwide? Round four answers. Question one. What is the oldest soft drink in America? Fanta. Not a bad guess. The answer is Dr. Pepper. First sold in 1885 at Morrison's Old Corner Drug Store in Waco, Texas. Dr. Pepper is the oldest drink in America. Wow. You love Dr. Pepper. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Pepsi and Coke. You and just, everything that's We don't me. let you we don't let you drink pop very often and when we do, you love it. So that's another question. I know in America, we call soft drinks all kinds of different things. Some people call it soda. We call it pop. And I know in some parts of the country, they refer to all soft drinks as Coke, regardless of what kind it is. So you would go to a store and say, I want to, I would like a Coke. And then they'd say, what kind? And you'd say Dr. Pepper. Is that funny? Yeah. Question two. Alan and Wright were two founders of which soft drink company? I was just about to say the Wright brothers. <laughs> the answer. So their names were Alan and Wright, and they founded A and W Root Beer. Thank you. <laughs> you love root beer. Thank you. Question three. What was the first soft drink to be consumed in outer space? I don't know, cream soda. <laughs> That's that a random guess. Coca-Cola. In July of 1985, Coca-Cola became the first soft drink consumed in outer space. It was enjoyed by astronauts aboard the space shuttle Challenger who sipped the soda from a specifically designed space can. Oh, that's cool. That is cool. I bet they were but they were happy to have, you know, something other than water or whatever you drink on <laughs> in a space shuttle. I wonder if they drink milk on a space shuttle. I don't know. Maybe it would probably have to be like a very special kind of can or container or something. Question four. What flavor was the 1980s Hubba Bubba soft drink? Bubblegum. It is. There was a, in the 1980s, Hubba Bubba gum made a Hubba Bubba bubble gum flavored soda. Gross. <laughs> Maybe it was good. I don't know. Yuck. I was around in the 80s and I don't ever remember drinking bubble gum pop. So I don't know. Question five. What color is a traditional can of 7-Up? Like green. It is green. 
Do your parents remember that commercial from the 90s where the guy had a shirt on that it said make seven on the front and it said up yours on the back? (laughs) You probably don't get it, but the parents, I'm sure, will remember it. Question six. Brad's drink was the original name for what popular soft drink? I have no idea. Yeah, this is a hard one. The answer is Pepsi. In 1898, Caleb Davis Bradham made Brad's drink, now known as Pepsi, in his North Carolina drugstore. I think Pepsi is a better name than Brad's drink. Yeah. Although if there was a Casey's drink, I would think that was very cool. But there's ne- they're never going to have They're never going to have that. What? Well, maybe. Maybe I should try to come up with something. Question seven. What brand of fruit-flavored soft drink comes in over 200 flavors worldwide? Sunkissed or Fanta? It is Fanta. So I was looking at some of the weirdest flavors of Fanta worldwide, and here are some that made the top 10 list. Lychee, (laughs) birch beer, peach, banana, chocolate orange, and milk. Milk flavored Fanta. Gross. But can you imagine? Yeah, right. Could you imagine banana flavored too? I do like banana popsicles, but I couldn't. Well, banana flavored pop, I feel like, would be about as good as bubblegum flavored pop. <laughs> Round number five the category is sports around the world. Thank you to Australian listener Darren for the idea. Thank you, Darren. Question one. What sport has defensive positions named gully, silly mid-off, and deep mid-wicket? Question two. Thank you to listeners Jasmine and Gabriella, also from Australia, for this one. Thank you. What sport is similar to basketball, except there is no dribbling? No running with the ball. You play with seven players. The ball has to be passed within three seconds. The ball and basket are slightly smaller, and there is no backboard. Question three. What game is played by two opposing teams with the objective of scoring using a long-handled wooden mallet to hit a small hard ball through the opposing team's goal while on horseback. Question four. In which combat sport that takes place in a dohyo is salt traditionally used as part of a purification ritual before a match. Question 5. If you're using a broom to guide the rock to the house while playing on ice... What winter team sport are you playing? Question six. What game is somewhat similar to American football, except no helmets or pads are worn? 
The ball must be thrown backward. There can be no blocking. And when you are tackled, you have to purposefully fumble the ball. Question seven. Thank you to Ellie and Addie for this idea. Thank you, girls. In what sport would you hear the terms axle, sow cow, lutz, and loop? And now the answers to round number five. Question one. What sport has defensive positions named gully, silly mid-off, and deep mid-wicket? I have no idea. Have you heard of cricket? Yes. The answer is cricket. So I was when I was going over these, I was trying to understand how the sports work. And cricket, you hit. So the, the person who bats the ball is called the bowler, I think. Or the person who pitches the ball is called the bowler. And then you have to run between wickets. And I don't know. I was confused. But the answer is cricket. Question two, what sport is similar to basketball, except there is no dribbling, no running with the ball, there are seven players, the ball is passed within three seconds, and the ball and basket are slightly smaller. There is also no backboard, and the players are designated to certain areas. I have no idea. The answer is netball. So when I was looking up what netball was, it said this is similar to basketball, But then as I was going through it with no dribbling, no running with the ball, seven players, ball pass within three seconds, I was like, how is this similar? Everything sounds different. But if you think about it, you know, you're you're passing the ball, but it has to be within three seconds and you're shooting the ball into a smaller hoop, but there's no backboard. So this is called netball instead of basketball. Question three. What game is played by two opposing teams with the objective of scoring using a long-handled wooden mallet to hit a small hard ball through the opposing team's goal while on horseback? No idea. So it's kind of like croquet on horses, kind of. It's called polo. Have you heard of polo? I've heard of Marco Polo. (laughs) That's true. You have heard of Marco Polo. So yeah, polo, they have a long um, mallet sort of thing, like a croquet stick. You've played croquet, right? So your stick has to be really long to reach the ground when you're on a horse. And you have to try to make your horses not run into each other. And you try to hit the ball through the net. And I've never seen a polo match, but I bet it's interesting. Yeah. Question four. In what combat sport that takes place in a dohyo? Is salt traditionally used as part of a purification ritual before a match? I am not going to be good at any of these. The answer is sumo. I know a sumo wrestle. Me and my sister do that. So before a bout, a bout is like what they call a match, sumo wrestlers sometimes throw salt. This custom began as a ritual to cleanse the dohyo, which is considered a sacred place. So have you ever seen them before a sumo match? They sort of like get down and they like stomp one leg and stomp the other. And then they kind of like throw something behind themselves, I think. 
they're throwing salt to cleanse the area before they before they have their match. And they're supposed to be very fat. They are usually <laughs> very large gentlemen, yes. <laughs> Question five. If you are using a broom to guide the rock to the house while playing on ice, what winter team sport are you playing? Hockey. The answer is curling. Have you ever seen curling before? It's sort of like shuffleboard. You've played shuffleboard, right? Where you like throw the little puck down the lane to land in like the the scoring area. That's sort of like what curling is, except they're pushing this um, puck shaped rock. And then there's somebody that has a broom type thing that is sweeping the ice in front of the rock to make the ice smoother so that the rock moves to a certain place or goes faster or slower. It's all like very precise. I thought it was one of those games that older people play and it's like that like stick with like the thing. Right. That is like- <laughs> right. That is shuffleboard on, on wood. Yep. You're right. That is shuffleboard. Curling is similar to that. They're trying to get it to a certain scoring area, but it's done on ice. Oh. I think it's really fun. It's really popular in Canada, I know. And somewhere in the U.S. too. Question six. What game is somewhat similar to American football, except no helmets or pads are worn, the ball must be thrown backwards, there can be no blocking, and when you are tackled, you have to purposefully fumble the ball? Rugby. No idea what that is. It is... Real aggressive. Like rugby players, I think, are some of the toughest athletes ever. So it's like football. They run into each other and they tackle each other. And there's like, they get into a huddle called a scrum and they, but they're not wearing pads or helmets or anything. And it's, yeah, it is quite a game, but it is super, super popular. Question seven In what sport would you hear the terms axle, sow cow, lutz, and loop? <laughs> this is a tough one for you. Ice skating. So axle, sow cow, lutz, and loop are the different types of jumps. So you could do like a triple sow cow, and that's three turns in the sow cow type of jump. Oh. So what did you think of that category? Crazy. Real hard, huh? Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe we need to watch some more international sports instead of just the regular American ones, huh? Yeah. And now it's time for the final exam. Now, remember, you've heard these questions in the previous rounds, but these were the hardest ones we've had. So use your memory and try to think back to what the answers are. Question one, what sport has defensive positions named gully, silly mid-off and deep mid-wicket? Cricket. Question two. What type of deer are the only ones where females regularly grow antlers like the males? Caribou or reindeer? Question three. Discovered by Alexander Fleming, what medicine is used to treat infections and is considered one of the most important discoveries in the field of medical science. 
Penicillin. Question four. Brad's drink was the original name for what popular soft drink? Pepsi. Question five. If you're using a broom to guide the rock to the house while playing on ice, what winter team sport are you playing? Curling. Question six. Thor's hammer is made from the metal of a dying what? Star. Question seven. The prints of what part of a gorilla's body are as unique as human fingerprints? Their nose. That's the end. I can't decide if I want to say yay or boo. Oh, <laughs> well, I see. Because you had a great time. You learned a lot about new things. Yeah. Great. We got some birthday shout outs. Happy birthday this week to listener Claire. Happy birthday, Claire. Happy birthday. And also another birthday to listener Adelaide. Happy birthday, Adelaide. Happy birthday. Hope you guys have awesome days. All right, we will leave you with this conversation starter. If you could make the ultimate sandwich, what would be on it? Normal sandwich stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Trivia for Kids Podcast. And if you have a question idea or even an entire category, please email us at Trivia for Kids Podcast at gmail.com.